Hi my lovely hummingbirds and we're back for part two. Why didn't I post on Monday? Um, I'm going through it. So not only is Mercury full blown in fucking retrograde between apartment hunting and new job and all my other health bullshit, um, yeah I've been going through it. But like I said, we're back for part two for industry talks with Greg. Um, definitely enjoy, listen, like, comment, share. You know, he said he wants the comments for part three, so I need y'all to pull through. Um, yeah, here is part two of industry talks where we delve into a myriad of things and have a challenge for you. Um, take a shot every time you hear us say absolutely, but a shot of water, because I do not want anyone going to the hospital for fucking alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna stop talking. Enjoy the episode. And I told Chris, I'm like, I'm so happy to not just, like, call you guys my bartenders, but also friends. Right. I, I don't know what it is about, like, people who are from, like, not just Chicago, but from mm-hmm. the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. There's, like, that loyalty, uh, mm-hmm. there's that loyalty piece. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, uh, which is, I mean, me, but then it's just also uh, happens to be, like, a natural trait of Leo, where it's, or a natural characteristic of Leo, where it's just like, you know, we are, we will be your, we can be your biggest, uh, fans. Yeah. So, no, absolutely. Like, but, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm yeah. So, well, let's begin. So, hey everyone, it's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to Pop Culture. How are you, my lovely hummingbirds? This is part two of Industry Talk. I am here with Greg, a very near dear and friend that I've come to meet because of Alarmist Brewing and Taproom. Now, the goal was to have both him and Chris on the pod, but they are popping on a Saturday since they're open now. We went in there and we're like, damn, it's stacked. How did this happen? He's very, very busy at the moment. Also, hello, everybody. <laughs> so, Greg, just do a slight introduction, who you are, what you do, your whole role as uh, far as industry and the shit that you do there. Uh, so I guess I should start off by saying that I technically I do not work in uh, I do not work in the industry, mm-hmm. so I'm not uh, I'm not getting a paycheck or money or anything like that. I just enjoy um, I just enjoy craft beer. Uh, my full time job. Uh, I'm not sure if I should even say what my full time job is. But, Up to uh, you. Uh, I will just say uh, my full-time job is I actually work in the environmental health field. Mm-hmm. But how I, um, the, I would say that um, the first craft beer that I had that changed my life was in college uh, was 312. This is okay. uh, prior to Goose Island being bought out by Anheuser-Busch. That might give you like a, an idea of how old I am. I'm not sure. <laughs> I was that. very shocked to find uh, out. Take that. Take that as you. Uh, take that as you will. But, um, <laughs> no, I, 
into, you know, who are into craft beer and them introducing me to breweries and things like that. And yeah, um, here we are at Alarmist now. Um, I got introduced to Alarmist. I volunteered at a beer festival in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, if we've been keeping up with the news, you know, we had an, uh, an, an election in uh-huh. 2016. We knew who ran at that time, uh, and we know what one of the candidates was saying about, you know, such a nasty woman, things like that, um, and at this beer festival that I volunteered at, um, Alarmist was there, and they had like a, a button that said, such a nasty brewery, and I saw it, and I was intrigued by it, um, and just ran into somebody randomly who was wearing it, and was just like, where did you get this button from, like, this is amazing. And, you know, they told me that they were going to have an event at Fountainhead, Recipes Fountainhead, uh, um, election night, uh, election night, uh, which I did not end up going to uh, for whatever reason. Uh, fast forward to February of 2017, mm-hmm. I volunteered at another beer festival. Mm-hmm. Alarmist was there, um, and I met with, uh, and I talked to Gary, mm-hmm. And either Aaron or Ethan are both in them there too, but uh, it's like, man, this button is amazing. Like, I want this button. And <laughs> his response to me was, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I think we gave him all out, but I think I might have one at the parade. Um, he gave me his business card. Mm-hmm. Um, I reached out to him. He invited me to come to the brewery. They were still building it out at mm-hmm. the time. Like, mm-hmm. it was not open yet. And came here, um, got the button, and was just expecting to just pick it up and go. And no, we just, you know, just... Uh, fast forward five years later. Forward, <laughs> you know, 2017, fast forward, like, you know, fast forward four or five years later. And, like, yeah, here, you know, here I, you know, here I am now. You know, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just like uh, I like I like craft beer, um, not just the beer, you know, I'm not just the beer itself. You know, like the people and mm-hmm. uh, the scene. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. No, absolutely. And like to to touch base on the previous episode where y'all heard Chris say, uh, Ethan kind of arrived and just never left. I feel like as regulars of Alarmist and building the friendships that we have. We pulled very much an Ethan, where it was like, we showed up and we're like, you know, this was going to be a touch and go, but uh, I, I like this. Yeah, we pulled an Ethan, for sure. Yeah. And it's, it really is, uh, Greg is definitely much a testament to how much the guys and, and everyone that has to do with Alarmist really build up the people that they fuck with heavy, like... I had mentioned to Greg, I'm like, you know, had you not told me that you haven't known these guys since y'all were kids, I never would have guessed it. Just the the energy that everyone has with one another is very welcoming. No, you met them four years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four years ago. So. Yeah, and, and for me, like, with a little backstory of how I even came upon Alarmist, um, job that I was working at at the time, guys walked in, it was Gary... Chris and Ethan, if I'm not mistaken, and they came in. First, it was Gary and Chris, and they come in to open the account. Then, at some point later on, Ethan shows up, and I'm just 
like, okay, who are these very bearded, out of place in sock trash men? Like, what? <laughs> 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 sock trash. And it was just like interesting. I like the vibes. Obviously, Chris walked in with his boner shirt for Friday, and I'm like, this is interesting. He's out there. I want to see what it is. And same, I just kind of showed up, and I'm like, I, I never left. And it's, it's very, it's a very interesting experience to be able to find such a, com like, not congregation, but such a fucking hubbub of people that, like, have a very open mindset to the world within they itself. They are very open, um, not cocky by any means. No, they're so humble. They're very humble, very, um, very confident. Absolutely. And so the reason I brought on Greg on part two of Industry Talk, as I had mentioned in the previous episode, a lot of shit has gone down industry-wise, especially right now. If you guys hear the tires screeching, um, we're sitting on the dock again, sunlit Saturday morning, people out here making UEs. They're looking at us crazy right now, we're looking at them crazy back Exactly. <laughs> they're all confused, thinking the street's still there. That's not. Um, they're like, oh, people's gas. What the fuck are they doing here? <laughs> this Google said it's the street. They was. They were. They're acting like. They're acting like they're in a DeLorean until they realize they have to turn around. It's like. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you cannot go 88 miles per hour uh, in the parking lot. Sorry. <laughs> but the reason I have him here, as discussed on the prior pod, they're. With the world reopening after, you know, COVID-19 pandemic, um, a lot of shit has hit the fan. A lot of shit is coming up the woodwork. Are we blaming Mercury retrograde, which starts today, for this? Partially. Um, for those of you that don't know, and if you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in. I am very much into astrology and crystals and all that shit. I call myself a bruja. I'm literally wearing a shirt that says bruja right now. <laughs> and, you know, it, Mercury retrograde is seen as like this very daunting thing. Um, more so because it brings a lot of shit that is on the back end to the forefront. And it opens you to receiving an opening clarity on some shit that you might not entirely want to. But I definitely attune what's been happening industry-wise across not just brewing, but like restaurants, festivals, conventions, all the way full circle with people coming forward and, and finally speaking out on some issues that have been very much pushed to the side and remain silent. I know when I shared the episode a few weeks back about um, discussing anime, I slightly grazed upon the topic of, um, what's the, there is no light term, but basically racism that occurs in the cosplay I mean, community. There is no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there is, I mean, yeah, or any, like, community, like, I don't think you can put a, there's no way to put a bow in it, like, you just, absolutely, you just call it like it, call it like it is. Absolutely. Um, sure. And it's like this, um young, she's like 20 years old I think, in her early 20s TikToker that I follow black, gorgeous, adorable little human and 
and she does all these cosplays, and I mean, I was pissed just reading some of the comments of people berating her, like, you can't cosplay that character, blah, 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 and I'm like, um, technically, if we're going by race, neither can you, John. The character is Asian, not white. Bring it back down. And, you know, as, as the world tends to reopen, and I know we've made so many, like, punny comments about people don't know how to fucking act anymore because they've been locked indoors for so long, but it, it really is, you're seeing more so of everyone's true colors as, as the world, more people start to just go out into it. Hello? But, oh my god, no, I was laughing, so I was sitting out here, like, waiting for you to come out, and Ethan started closing the door, and I'm like, um, hi, and he's like, oh, you were so quiet, I'm like, I was, I was chilling, I'm just waiting, like, don't close the door, <laughs> but, no, yeah, so, Chris, um, lightly touched upon what happened, he said a young lady named Brianna was the first one to post the question on Instagram saying, hey, you know, share your story with me of your experiences in the industry, have you faced sexism, have you faced, you know, rape or accosting in any way, racism, etc. And the floodgates, I mean, the floodgates opened, um, her, I can pull up her handle right now, okay. um, if please, please do so. Follow um, her. Also, like the stories that she was getting, she has made them highlights. So, yeah. Um, uh, Brienne Ratman, Rat Magnet, R A T M A G N E T. So definitely um, give her a follow on Instagram, and you know, just if you follow along, if you have the the energy to. Uh, to kind of just read through some of the stories that have been highlighted, um, I would definitely uh, encourage you to um, do that because I mean, those the stories from those survivors are highlighting the toxicity that exists in um, the crap beer industry. And, you know, she just started off with the sexism piece, but mm-hmm. you know. You know, people were also, you know, people are also sharing stories of, like, you know, racism, homophobia, and things like that, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that do exist in this industry that, I mean, let's be honest, it is also, uh, I'm a man of color, uh, <laughs> so just to kind of... Just to clarify on just that. Just to clarify, like, you know, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it definitely just highlights, you know, the toxicity in this industry. No offense to bearded white dudes. No, no offense love, to... Love my bearded white dudes. So, you know? Uh, yeah, I have, have a lot of love for him, but yeah. Um, that was like when Ethan pulled down his mask and I was like, ah, the beard. The, I missed that beard. <laughs> no offense to, to the boys in, the, in their bearded ways, but no, it is very much no, so a... Love the boys in the bearded ways. Absolutely, and, and it is definitely, like you said, a predominantly white male-run industry. For, for the most part. And I just, I mean, honestly, just to, I mean, just to, like, I mean, I can't, I I can't touch on the, you know, I cannot touch on the, the sex as a peach, because I, I mean, I am a male, mm-hmm. but uh, I identify as a male, mm-hmm. uh, but, I mean, just the racism piece, when you 
know, I was just, you know, just just asking like genuine questions, genuine, you know, just genuine curiosity. So just like, you know, how come we don't see more people of color yeah. craft beer? Just like, it's funny that when I was asking those questions pre twenty uh, pre twenty twenty, mm-hmm. like how nobody felt comfortable answering it or kind of just rushed it off. Yeah. But now, you know, we you know we've been through pandemic, we've been through protests, we've been through you know we we've been through a lot. We've yeah. We've been through a lot, and yeah. it's just now like you know you see all these breweries like want to step you know step up, be woke. I'm not. Also, let me um, let me put this out there. Um, the views that I may express on Monroe's podcast are my own views. They're all my, they're my personal views, and they are not reflective of any views of anyone uh, with whom I may um, I may or may not affiliate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. But no, oh, I, I got it back. <laughs> right. But no, I think it's just funny that you know what was brushed off or um, kind what of they're seeing is like a big. Absolutely, and, and like you said, we, we have been, as a collective, we've been through so much, and really the, the spark that ignited everything was the George Floyd protest, you know, God rest his soul, and... and God rest, uh, God rest all their souls. All of them, all of them, all of them. All those lives that did not have to, you know, that did not have to be lost. Exactly, exactly, and you know, I, I feel... I, I vividly, the, the video that lives written free in my mind and consistently plays is when his daughter is on one of her family member's shoulders and she's like, Daddy changed the world. And I cried so hard seeing that because, you know, I, I think of my friends that have kids or family that has kids and I'm like, it, it would pain me to see such a small child having to understand something as heavy as murder and death and racism like it it is baffling that we do live in a society where especially in Chicago and I've had this conversation with multiple people where like Chicago while we are a very diverse city we're very segregated very segregated like there is a little village for everything in the city and it's insane We might know a lot of these people, you know, we might have come across these people, across paths, and it's just, if you hear noises, that is people doing taproom work, um, but it, it really is just disheartening to think that, especially in an industry that is so people-oriented, so people-focused and driven, that there would be such hate within it, 
and when after like you guys told me and I went home last night and I like started looking at everything I was like oh my god and it reminded me a few months back this random Instagram page made a poll asking women you know if you had 24 hours without men what would you do and the answers were so basic it was like girls saying I would go for a run in the middle of the night with my headphones in I could wear whatever I want for the whole day I can go through my parking lot without holding my keys in between my knuckles just like simple shit and to think that you know these same women are in environments where they have to deal with misogyny consistently what you're telling me is just mm-hmm. like, basically like, I can feel safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can feel, yeah, I don't have to feel on edge, I can feel safe. Exactly, and like, it's it's so funny, it's not funny, but it's, it seems almost comical because like, for myself, being a 5'2 Mexican girl that fucking looks 15 90% of the fucking time, I'm always carrying some type of weapon on me, and whether it's pepper spray, whether it's a fucking box cutter or a knife, because I've got him followed home from places, and it's just like, why? Why Why are people thinking that that is an okay opportunity to approach me in a nonsensical way? And, you know, I had discussed previous episode, the, the motion that my roommate had taken, you know, protecting those girls that were there by themselves, and I'm like, I know so many of us, I'm like, whether you're a girl or a guy or however you identify... It, it's sad that, you know, you go out to have fun, but in the back of your mind, you always have to have that, let me make sure nothing happens to me. Right. I mean, yeah, you, nobody should have to, uh, nobody should have to feel like that. I mean, yeah. we, it's, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, it's, un, it's unfortunate that, you know, we, as a society, as a society, like we're just like people. I mean, not every. I'm not. I'm not generalizing. It's just like there's some people that are just not good people. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate that this is where we are. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and I know damn well that her highlighting all those stories. Like, first off, if you guys have been through any form of abuse and. It is a trigger for you to read these things. Do not. We are not advocating that by any means. Please seek help. There are resources. I am a very, very big adamant on fucking therapy, on on getting the help that you need. Um, I honestly have my therapist on speed dial. I'm like, because you never know. And, And one of the things that has been very highlighted this year in mental health, which I was so appreciative of, was the fact that the body so i've been reading a book rereading a book i've read this book like three times already called the body keeps the score my roommate turned me on to it and it talks about how while we suppress memories our bodies remember whether that be a smell a taste a sound so it can be anything from like music to being in a certain type of atmosphere a certain type of weather it'll bring back a lot of um traumatic moments to the forefront and, you know, like, I, I've i said it all the time, like, yes, I'm, I joke, I'm like, oh, I'm a functioning alcoholic. I'm like, but that has come with its own struggles and fights of addictions along the way, which is why I am so grateful for Alarmist to begin with, because then, like I had mentioned to Greg outside of the podcast, I'm like, it was 
Alarmist helped me to understand my limits and it helped me to understand how to properly drink, which is something that not a lot of people learn. And, you know, seeing those those floodgates just open as far as what's going on in the industry, it's like, it's a real eye-opener to see that, like, a lot of people that you might have once crossed paths with is not the most decent human being. I mean, yeah, just as, a, again, I don't, you know, I don't work in, in, in I don't work in the industry as a, in any, like, full-time or part-time capacity. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm an enjoyer. I'm a consumer. Yeah. Um, just like uh, a lot of people, I'm just grateful to have, um, you know, made relationships with people that do work in the industry. It's just, but it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, bullshit mm-hmm. like this exists. Yeah. But it's not surprising, especially when you throw alcohol into the mix. Yeah, and no, absolutely. And and that is our little, um, please drink responsibly. <laughs> that's, our, that's our, you know, drink, yeah, just do, yeah, just drink responsibly, um, do what you can, be aware of your surroundings, like, um, and look out for others, look like, out for others. like, I, I know that seems like a very, like, oh my god, but I'm going to enjoy my time, yes, but, like, not, you might be very much more aware than, like, the, the person sitting next to you that is, like, two cups away from blacking out, right, and, and that's one of the things, like, I, there's so many, like, memes and shit of uh, the person you meet at the club bathroom that's, like, tipsy as shit and you become best friends for five minutes. Um, like, I love that energy, and I feel like that is something that definitely needs to be employed on a more consistent basis. That would be the idea. You know? It really would. It really would. So, I know you've been following, you know, um, Brianna's Brienne. whole... Brianne. 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 Sorry. My bad, Brianne. <laughs> You've been following her her story pretty consistently. I, her, I mean, just like yeah, her stories. I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a, I mean, it would take a, a day or two just to get through all of those stories that just yeah. were like just came out from like those women, some men too. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's just. What for you is out of all of the ones for me because of my personal experiences with assault those were definitely the ones that like screamed to the forefront but for yourself as as a man of color um what stood out to you and i I know you mentioned homophobia right um i think just like as just like as a a man of color um just hearing the stories about how like owners of just reading the stories just like how owners of certain establishments was just like limit you know people of color to like um the back of house like Mm -hmm. didn't want to you know didn't want them to be in uh the front of house yeah like issues with like you know issues with hair like you know dreadlocks Mm. things like that where it's just like like that's not going to work for um that's not going to work for our image. I think the the biggest. I I think the one that. I mean, I think the biggest one that stood out to me. I'm not gonna say who the. I'm not gonna say who the breeder was. Right. Um, 
they were in the Midwest mm-hmm. and um, they had somebody who's a manager that was a person of color and just hearing like what he had to say about like either how he was treated or mm-hmm. how like people were acting around him like labeling you know labeling printers like mm-hmm. the white guy printer the black guy printer mm-hmm. things like that it's just like that's not that's not funny that's not that's not funny or just like you know feeling like you could just say the n-word it's like which i had my own like i had my own you know views like on I, do, it. Mm-hmm. I do have my own views on that it's like mm-hmm. that's just not cool yeah and, uh no, absolutely. I mean, and don't get me started on the uh, what we're talking about. Well, we're just we're talking about the stories, but uh, yeah, uh, just even like just with just reading the stories about with the women, and mm-hmm. the women telling their stories about how like you know went to like you know went to this place and went to this conference and just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna because I don't want to try you know I don't want to trigger anybody or traumatize anybody, but mm-hmm. just like just know how they went to the comp you know they they would go someplace and everything was okay and then they would the unfortunate would happen and then the next day like their their uh, assaulter or uh-huh. is that a word i'm making a word mm, like okay. it's kind of just like pretend like it didn't happen right right um, i mean there's a lot also there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot going on right now people so. a lot of people out there uh, make the, noise uh, also I gotta say bye to my friends bye friends bye alright I'm gonna give them I'm gonna oh, give you're them fine. You're I'm gonna fine. give no them worries. a hug so I'm gonna jump off this dock really quick so, so just give me a break oh he's getting a hug I also okay. have to leave right. Right. okay so oh, shit right. so right. that voice right. is I'm Ethan sorry. Ethan say hi to people hey you had to say the most so that is very much the basis of alarmist people hugging and finally enjoying life in in lieu of this pandemic and everything that has happened sorry for the like right, so slight I'm gonna see if I can, do this. Can, can you do this no you got a parkour <laughs> No, I cannot do this. You, you need help? Yeah, open the door. You can do it. No, I can't. You can do it. You can do it. I need to open the door. He was like, I am not jumping on this dock this time. That is so great. <laughs> Bye. Ethan and his dad were here, and it was honestly such an awesome moment i love being able to meet the guys's like friends family significant others it's it's kind of really an opening to like their world almost and and it is it's awesome again i've said it before and i'll keep saying it if you guys get a chance please stop on by alarmist brewing and tap room 4055 west peterson (laughs) sweet rear (laughs) It is, you will not regret it by any means. It is such a welcoming and incredible place. <laughs> and they're over there saying goodbye. I, let's see, when's the last time I saw Ethan? Pre pandemic. So it's been over a year since I saw that fucker. So 
being able to see him was definitely a really sweet moment. And Greg is back. I'm back, kids. How's it going? Good, 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 good. And see, and I mean, this is the energy that um, Alarmist. <laughs> this, is, this is the energy that I mean. This is the energy that is like alarmist. Absolutely. Like good people, um, good vibes, and yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. This is my plug. I definitely recommend, highly recommend, um, you come on by. Just you know, just get a feel. For, you know, just get a feel for of your, you know, yourself. And yeah, enjoy. And enjoy. I mean, the beers are impeccable, that's for fucking sure. And they have everything from lower volumes to higher volumes. I remember when they had fucking... Oh my god, which one was it? They did the vinyls for it. Why can't I remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, they did. They, yes. Oh my god, that shit was like nine volume, and I'm like, I remember I kicked like two of them back, and I was like, you know, I think I'm done for 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 a week. <laughs> like, it was so good. Oh, Juke Nukem, Juke Nukem, that that was the one, and it was it was so great because every Friday they were just like straight Juke music, <laughs> which is uh, which is which is uh, which is which, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. So. Let us discuss cultural appropriation in the yeah, industry. Let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about the book. Let's talk about that book. <laughs> that bullshit that right there. Definitely exists. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm not going to say name drop. I'm not going to name drop, but there are definitely um, establishments that blatantly do it. And profit off of it. profit off of cultures that, if you went to their establishment, that demographic is not present. Mm -hmm. Um, I I will give a perfect example of it. I won't name drop, but if you're in the Chicagoland area, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. It's a ramen place, and all they play for music is hip-hop. Hip-hop and ramen is their whole fucking thing, and they talk about explicitness, and you know who I'm talking about. about We're not going to say who it is. We're not going to say who it is. But, you know, and you go to the places where their establishment is, and the demographic is nowhere near what they're profiting off of. Now, I know I discussed uh, Kendall Jenner making a tequila last pod, two pods ago, and it was... It was a slap in the face, not going to lie. I I was, I can't even say offended because we know. They've been doing it for, they've done it for. Years. How many years have they been doing it? Like, Um, what, 15? They've been, I mean, when did the, The, when did her, when did the. Keeping up. When did the video come, when did the video happen? Right, Jay? When did that video happen? That had to be like 15 plus years ago. Like, they've been, they've been the Car Jenner clan since I was a child. They're like on some real shit. And, you know, and, and they've consistently gotten accused of cultural appropriation. Like, I know, and we made the comment, we're like, she didn't learn from the Pepsi commercial. Like, what the hell? And Don't get me started with that Pepsi commercial as if she thought she was going to be the voice for, you know, the, the people. Like, right, the only, right. Like, the only, 
I can't. You know, I don't know how explicit I can be on this podcast. Oh, so go I, ahead. I mean, the only time she cares about the people is when she's riding the people. Okay, so you know, you know. And and we had talked about how the the one girl that was like real iconic. She made the fucking um, the um, she was at one of the protests, and her sign was like, you know care about black lives as much as you do about black dicks speaking I mean, of the kardashians she wasn't <laughs> i mean she was not necessarily lying. exactly so, exactly so and, i can't fully i can't <laughs> i can't i i can't disagree i can't disagree, i can't disagree with that mm-hmm. uh, so absolutely and and it's it's one of those things that is very much seen widely like you know for myself we were you mentioned hair, and that is such a big thing, and especially during um, 2020, when, like, all these students were coming out of how, in their schools, they they had to not have their, their hairs in natural styles, and they couldn't do dreadlocks, and they couldn't do bantu knots, and they couldn't wear their culture, probably. But if somebody else wears <laughs> culture, culture, probably... Oh, this is hot. This is the it thing. Mm-hmm, this is cool. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is acceptable. But wait a minute. Why wasn't it acceptable when this person was doing it? Exactly. Make me understand. make it make sense. Make yeah, please make it um, <laughs> make it make sense. Uh, yeah, make it make sense. Absolutely, and like, and and that is such a big thing. Like I. So as you guys know, I left my old nine to five. I am at a different nine to five. Much better pay. So happy about it. I'm so grateful for it. And I think one of the biggest things that I am grateful for, and this is going to sound slightly trash, maybe not, but I remember talking to one of my best friends, Deano, and I was like, bro, I am so relieved that majority of the people I work with, they are all either people of color or in the LGBT community. I'm like, I am for it. I'm like, I love the energy, and I love that it's it's such a different ambiance of, like, everybody really does have each other's back versus, like, people... Granted, there's, there's always people that are trying to step on other people, right. but it's like, I can be me, and it's not an issue. I'm like, I... Like, there's an understanding there. It's like, right. we haven't necessarily, like, you know, all of us has a, you know, again, me as a man, you know, man of color relating to maybe another person of color or mm-hmm. like maybe somebody in the LGBT like yeah we have not necessarily been through like the same experiences mm-hmm. but there is like uh, understanding where it's just right. like we all have been through something so right. maybe even though the experiences themselves may have not been you know may not be the same mm-hmm. the feelings that those experiences like brought upon brought upon mm-hmm. might, there might be there is a shared like a shared thing yeah amongst, amongst that absolutely and like and like you said hair like i remember when i was going to interview for this new position i was stressing out and i hadn't straightened my hair in over a year at that point in time i currently have my hair slightly straightened it did not straighten all the way my hair was like no bitch i refuse but I was like freaking out and I'm like I'm gonna straighten it and my roommate is like grabs me and she's like pause why and I'm like well because and she's like are you seriously gonna listen to like westernized culture and say that it's not appropriate she's like are you really gonna belittle your natural hair in that way and like my shit is usually curly poofy frizzy it does whatever the fuck it wants whenever the fuck it wants and and I was like oh my god you're right so all I did I put some bobby pins in that bitch did the interview got hired I was so grateful but it really, 
from where I came from prior to this position, I was like, I was so used to having to conform to what is seen as like society's appropriate demands on like you had to assimilate, aesthetic. Right? Yeah, you had absolutely. To assimilate. Assimilate. absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm like, it was it was so relieving seeing so many people come out and speak out on it. Now with the whole Kendall Jenner shit, oh I was pissed. Because, and like I mentioned before, like, the TikTokers that, like, really were breaking down her ad and everything, I was just like, yeah, I'm like, she literally wore a fucking sarape, which, like, which, you guys, if you're not part of the Latino community, you might not know, like, sarapes are not just something that we wear willy-nilly, like, they have a lot of significance within our communities, like, they, they become almost a staple for us, because it's like, you know, when when a, a Latina mom is wearing a rebozo, that's what they carry the baby in, you know, if you wear your... your your gabanes for different reasons like it's not just let me just wear this because i'm trying to be a trendy bitch type of thing the the way that her hair was braided like everything has a significance and she was like oh no i was celebrating the culture i'm like first off bitch nobody asked you to celebrate my culture secondly we do a good right. job of celebrating right. our, our own damn selves and are you not i mean did she acknowledge did she acknowledge of course not the culture like there of we go so. you know and you know, and I was trying to look out for you, Kendall Forrest. Like, <laughs> fail, right? Fail. And then, like the biggest like thing that she did, which everyone saw as total fuckery, was that she disabled the comments on the ad. Of course she did. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, of she was going to turn down. You know, like you and I can, I definitely mm-hmm. can say this. Like, of course she disabled the comments because she knew that people were going to light her ass up. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, sorry, mm-hmm. Kendall. I don't know. If you probably won't listen to this, but sorry, Kendall. So. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm like, I was laughing because a couple pods ago, I was like, look, Chris Jenner, don't come for me, but I got to speak my two cents on this because, right. no, no, like, y'all been... There's a Chevy Bolt that just did a Yui, like, they're so cool. You know, they, they really be trying, they end this bitch like they Fast and Furious in <laughs> part, yeah, like, Chevy 10. Bolt. Like, you Chevy Bolt? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it, it really was one of those things where I was like, you know, I'm like, this this is, I'm, I'm so tired of them just profiting off of, if anyone that is of color right. enhances their own culture, they're seen as ghetto, they're seen as uneducated, they're seen as ratchet, and I'm just like, why? You know? Yeah, yeah just like, you know, and just like, I mean, just to bring it back to, like, you know, the just a crap beer component, like, you, again, I mean, if you are naming... If you are a white brewery, mm-hmm. which the one I'm referencing is, do you think it's okay to, you know, name your beers, you know, based of, like off of like Master P, Migos, mm-hmm. um, TLC, mm-hmm. Lupe Fiasco, when? I not mean, the Lupe Fiasco. Again, like I'm not, I probably have pretty much <laughs> reference who I'm talking referring to, but that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm not, that's okay. I, I haven't we, we specifically didn't. stated that. Yeah. Like if you think that's okay, and that's not the, and you're not your customer base is not, not that culture, but your profits profiting off that. You think that's okay? Like you can play the the. Woke card? It's not even the woke card. You can 
play that you are you can play the card that this is what in a you can play the card that's like oh I'm inspired by such and such but like if you're not advocating advocating you're not giving back I think it's I think it's interesting I'll say this I think it's interesting because they put out a well thought out statement about sexism Mm. in the craft beer industry I don't think they would it's funny that they could put that out but they I haven't seen anybody can do a black box but I haven't Mm -hmm. seen anybody did you know Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know what I'm talking about you know last year June 2nd like Mm-hmm. It was a, I think it was a Tuesday. It was like a blackout, blackout Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So like you know you're just supposed to put a, you know just black box like on your whatever social you know on your social, feed. social yeah. media feed that you're using, um, re- in reference to like just uh, you know George Floyd things like that the the, the protests that were happening. Yeah. It, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, uh, Ahmad, like in reference to uh, in reference to and also all of the other lives lives that have been lost. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, you can do that. But in I believe they did, but I think it's just funny that they weren't like giving back. Giving back. Yeah. And also I I will say this. Uh so there was a big initiative. Uh there was a brewery out of San Antonio, Weather Souls, Weather Souls that started this uh, initiative. Mm-hmm. Black is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um and where you know they brewed this beer and like the sales from this beer were gonna go to like an organization that you know was all about you know equality mm-hmm. some sort mm-hmm. of like racial equality justice things mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. it was like an initiative like and you know here's the recipe you know they had the recipe and like if other breweries wanted to like jump in on this bandwagon they could I believe they were one of them but yeah. I mean it just it doesn't sit right when you do it. It doesn't sit right because it's, it image. was virtue saying. Yeah. Me, I, w- I mean, I think a lot for a lot of for a lot of breweries that took part in this. Yeah. Legit, genuine initiative. Um, I think for some it was genuine. Like they, I mean, I think you know they were allies. They were allies from the jump. Mm-hmm. But then for a lot of people, I think it was just oh, this is just an opportunity to like it was an opportunity. So mm-hmm. it was virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. And I think like this, like I said, just going back, I was just like I think this worry that it was virtue signaling. So yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm, y'all, I'm trying to like I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep it nice. I'm really <laughs> trying to keep it nice, um, uh, the best way that I can, without really just, you know, going out, in. you know, going in and putting it out there. I don't know, like if if she has con, if Monroe has comments, leave a comment just to be like mm-hmm. he should have went in. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe off. maybe there will be a part three. Yeah, maybe exactly. there maybe there will be a part three. Exactly. But I'm like I'm really just trying to be. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be nice right now. So, uh, no, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and and and, and you guys. And I, I see more people that I, and also I see more people that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my! And I see more people that I know. Hello. Oh my god! Do I have a microphone. Yes, we're recording a podcast. Say hi. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll be hanging out there soon. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Part of it. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, and and you guys know if you've been listening from Jump, like pop culture is very much a a place where I try to keep it safe for everyone. Like you guys know whether your background, your race, your ethnicity, your culture, your sex, whatever it is that you are, I love you all from the bottom of my heart. Like I always push you to be just you. Absolutely. At the end Absolutely. of the day, like you only have one life to live, mm-hmm. and you need to live like live your best. It sounds as cliche as mm-hmm. it is. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Live your best life. Absolutely, so. because I saw. <laughs> I was laughing because I saw this post and one of my friends shared it. Love her to bits. Um, I know you guys have probably seen me wear her face mask that she made for me throughout the pandemic. Um, that dress is so not fair. Follow her on Instagram. I absolutely adore her. And she shared plug this your, thing. Plug your friends. Plug absolutely. Your friends. Plug your fucking plug friends. Plug your friends. Plug your friends like you plug do a random friends. celebrity. That's right. Plug your friends. Plug your establishment. And but yeah, she uh, she shared a post. I can't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram, but it was like um, people are going to talk regardless of what you do. So you might as well do what it is you were planning to do in the first place. And I'm like, that's so true. I'm like, it that really is life. Whether you do it or don't do it, somebody's going to be saying well, shit about it if regardless. They're talking about you. Don't take it. Don't don't get all up in arms about it. Oh, they're talking about me. No, they're talking about you because they probably like take that as a compliment that they're talking mm-hmm, about you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mad. You know, yeah. like, like they're mad. You know, raise your glasses and tell your hey. haters to kiss your asses. Okay. Clink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who who was it that uh, said it? I think it was Megan Thee Stallion and that DJ Khaled song. She was like, "I encourage my haters to talk because all that shit just keeps me lit." And I'm like, "Yes, Queen, tell them." <laughs> like, I mean, if it if it keeps your bank account paid, like you know what, like. <laughs> let them keep on talking about you so, so yeah exactly Absolutely. and and it's one of those things like if you weren't doing something right in life uh people wouldn't talk shit to right. begin with for sure exactly Absolutely. like and and that brings me around to like the yelp reviews that the guys have got in here oh my I not, god i have not read the um but i know they have some pretty sna- uh, sassy <laughs> responses to say yelp reviews Oh my god, no, I, when we heard about the Bob one, and the, the person was like one star, and she had a whole fit about some shit that was not an issue. And I think this was pre-COVID. Uh-huh, pre-COVID, it was pre-COVID, and I, we were at my old job, and we're literally reading this, laughing our asses off, like, this is a joke. Like, this has got to be a fucking joke, because when you walk in here, and you get to meet them, and... And if you're chill, like, they're so chill, like, the only time they put a stop to shit is when it's some nonsense that shouldn't be happening. So people get on here and they talk all this shit, and I'm just like, well, you sound racist, well, you sound homophobic, well, you sound like a stuck-up Karen bitch, what is happening? And clearly this was not the place for you. (laughs) Oh. You cannot cannot sit with us. (laughs) Basically. And speaking of Karen's. Also, let me reiterate this again. The views that I'm expressing right now are my own views. I'm honestly just... I'm an outsider. So the views that I'm expressing are my own. They do not reflect the views of anyone who I may, with whom I may or may not be affiliated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, In case they didn't get it the first time. In case. like I, you know? I think you have a, a, some pretty wonderful listeners. Listeners. <laughs> and I'm not... Yeah, but I just have you to... Know. I, for myself, for myself, I have to put it out there. You, you want to hear something funny? 
and and this is and this is not something that I've necessarily addressed on here before, but I found it hilarious that when everything was happening with the protests and I spoke out on it and I was like, you know what? I'm like, if you're a racist piece of shit, I don't give a fuck if you unfollow me. And I went off on a whole thing. I lost a heavy amount of listeners and I was like, damn, thank you, God, for everybody else that stayed on because we got rid of the people we didn't need. Again, <laughs> you know, that's your response to it. And mm-hmm. it's like somebody else's response, you know, like, it's just like, are you really... Are you really upset that you might have lost a friend, or you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. however you felt about them? Are you upset that you did not realize how surface, mm-hmm. how surface that relationship was? Yeah, like, absolutely. Because I mean, to me, it sounds like you're not really upset about it. I think mm-hmm. you're just upset that you just discovered that yeah. this was a surface level <laughs> yeah, relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think a lot of that's what a lot of I mean. I mean, I know we're, we're going we're going off on tangents, which, I, which okay. is what I love about this. It's like, we're going off on, uh, hold on. You're good. Oh, they're, they're popping on the inside. So, okay. Uh, yeah, um, we're going off on tangents, which I love, but it's just like, that's what I feel. S- some, some, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be nice, some, mm-hmm. um, of this industry is just very surface level. Yeah, not, I mean, you you made a statement where it was like it's it's mainly uh, shaking hands and kissing babies' shaking foreheads. Shaking hands and kissing like the foreheads of babies. Like, like that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty. I can. While I mean, I'm I'm grateful for the real relationships that I have formed. Yeah. Um. But I know those other relationships it's just it's it's just small talk acquaintance level mm-hmm. um, level things absolutely so, and 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 like i've said before i'm grateful for the people the genuine people that i have gotten to meet here like i met everyone from big shoulders here which was awesome raz who is an artist he shout out to uh, yeah shout out to david rosani uh, uh-huh. he is a solid artist and yes big short big shoulders coffee coffee too david mm-hmm. David Marcella, uh, sales guy, like, shout out to, uh, shout out to both of them. Yeah, for real. And, like, even, um, Trevor's fiance, Reagan, has her own podcast, and I love what she does with it. I know I, uh, tagged it in the previous episode, but definitely go follow, go listen. She does this whole, like, women in history empowering-ass podcast. Y'all need to tune in. It is incredible. But, you know, those people and those interactions are some of, like, the the highlights of coming to this place and and really seeing all walks of life come through here and and it, it really um i get looks all i mean oh i don't God. not as much now True. but i get looks all the time when i walk through these doors mm. in saganash it's like i'm not gonna tell you all the demographics of saganash but mm. uh, like it's white it's yeah, it, and I'm not going to generalize anything about the residents who live mm, here. Like mm-mm. a lot, I mean, a lot of them are great, great people, great human beings. But mm-hmm. then you know, like with every neighborhood, like you do have a few that are mm. yeah. And again, the views that I'm expressing are my own views. They do not reflect the views of anyone who with whom I may or not be affiliated. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> But no, you know, yeah, a brother, and, a brother is trying not to get sued, but you know if he does, <laughs> he can handle that. 
but it's okay don't fun. worry just saying <laughs> but it, it really is one of those things where it's like it, alarmist is like its own little hub of all walks of life all walks of color all types of people walk through here like it is very interesting to see that dynamic and i know we've said it before but like if the rest of the industry built their foundation as oh good God. as they had, it would be amazing. Would be so fucking different. Like, y'all probably know how I said that with the passion, but it's just like, it would be so fucking different. Like, yeah. it just, it, there's something about the, the God, it would just be so organic. Like it would it just would. be. It, it. I think. Oh God, you just have to be. I mean, I can only describe it to a, a to degree. A degree, but you could just. It would just. You would feel how. You would feel how different it would be if yeah. it were like that absolutely and like i mean i i absolutely love alarmist and the whole staff here all of them from every single one of them that is here it it's so amazing because like i you guys know i i go to conventions and then i do my cosplay shit and like a bitch has come in here and changed into full harley quinn hi how's it going so, Gary, the owner of Alarmist Brewing and Taproom, is currently on the dock with us. <laughs> he's a very sexy man. He's a very sexy man. <laughs> but I have come in here, I have changed into full-blown Harley Quinn, walked out, and the guys are just like, you look great! And I'm like, that's the hype that I need in my life. They're here for it. They weren't like this weird-ass bitch. <laughs> what is she doing? They were just like, yes, go kill it at the convention. And it, it really is a testament to who they are. And honestly, it's if if we can get a word from Gary as soon as he's done talking to this person, that would be the highlight of this whole series. And like Greg said, we might be doing a part three. There might be a part three. Um, there might be a part I mean, three. I feel like I could have conveyed yeah. uh, my thoughts mm-hmm. about things a lot better. Mm-hmm. Also, this, this is the first time I'm doing it, so like yeah. you may not seem like I'm nervous, but I'm like very nervous. So, like, <laughs> very nervous like I Leo's get nervous that's a thing Leo's get I mean we, <laughs> we bring the fire but yes we also get nervous too we're human so uh, hopefully you guys got a glimpse of like how I see things mm-hmm. if it's not how you see things then have a legit conversation absolutely uh, I mean there are definitely a lot of issues just in the world that yeah. I don't think can be tackled in a short period yeah. of time but at least we're Opening Absolutely. to like discuss. Yeah. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. I love your tattoo that you got right here on your left little leg. Hold on. Yes. I got this ten years ago. Oh shit. Very first tattoo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was one of the dream catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always fascinated by the pressure, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Well, Mike, let me put like a little twist on it." Yeah. And I had a roommate, uh, a roommate at the um, at the time or the year before, yeah, who, was, uh, who had uh, he, he had a tattoo and it had a compass in it. Okay. And I was just like, "Ooh, that's a very that's neat." Like, I, I like the idea of a 
Dreamcatcher with, uh, with a compass. With a compass. And yeah. the tattoo shop, tattoo shop I went to, told him what I wanted. Yeah. He like he drew it out for me and like, uh, or just gave me like a rough idea of how it looked. And then yeah. Uh, he showed me the the finished product. So I yeah, I love it. It looks great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No matter which direction they take Absolutely, I, I I love that. I love that that vibe, and that's really that's really a big basis of what I do, and always try to to some form tell you guys, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing for the fucking stars. Like the even if if one door closes, I I've recently heard for the past week, it's like a rejection is protection from the universe so if you think a door is closing and it's a bad thing it might not be that might have just not been for you and it might be gearing you towards what is actually about you see that that background is all what alarmist is about it really is it's it's that it is a lot of fellowship absolutely and and i don't you you uh you never you never know uh you who you're going to meet. Absolutely. And definitely. I mean, one thing, you know, I've been coming here for four years, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely grateful for the relationships that I have, you know, that I've made here. Yeah, yeah. Like, the cool writers that I've made here. And it's just like, to Monroe's point, it is definitely, like, this is a... Yeah, maybe safe space. Maybe yeah. Maybe. Wherever you are in life, like, you mm-hmm. are you will be welcome here. Yep, yep. And, uh, it's a vibe. It's a vibe here. Mm-hmm. And gentlemen, so Yeah, uh, it's a whole vibe and like and, and I know we discussed it and I know I mentioned it last episode. I'm like, you know, I bring people here and if the energy don't fit then the energy doesn't fit with me. If the energy don't fit you must have quit. Simple. So fucking true. He's out here on one knee like he about to propose to this man. What he doing? <laughs> I love this man. Right. Gary is... He's a beautiful man. He's right? a beautiful man with such an open mind. He, he is literally the foundation that built all of this. And... Honestly, if it weren't for Gary, none of us would be here to he begin with. Like, yeah, he is like the he is the chief alarmist for a reason. So. Exactly. Are you just talking about me. Yeah. yeah. We're, talking yeah. About how hot you, we're talking about how hot you are, and like, you have, like it's like you're a beautiful man. Oh, yeah, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. Take care. I put a picture of my drink up on Instagram story, so. That's the whole mood. I do that every time, too. I feel that. <laughs> I know you guys have probably seen my post on Instagram of me trying to do, like, some some shit for all of their releases. The most recent release, they have two. Um, they have a collab with Goose Island. Uh, called Juice Island. It is the grapiest, most juice-tasting deliciousness. If y'all like sweet shit, definitely give it a try, for yeah, sure. It was used with uh, fresh Bonnier uh, white grape juice. Mm-hmm. Actual juice. Like, there's actual juice right. in this shit. They also did a mom and pop. with a collaboration with bottles and cans. Yeah. The bottle shop. Um, a local bottle shop in uh, Chicago. And, yeah. Uh, Wait, are, you wearing, are you wearing Alberts? Come here. Are you wearing Alberts? No, no. These are uh, Hoka's. But before Hoka. you uh, walk away, can you say hi? Oh, sure. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So this is Gary. He is the owner of Alarmus Brain and Taproot. Hello. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. Thank you. He's Thank you. Man. You want to say some things, some advice? Sure. What, so, is the, what is the podcast about? 
Um, alarmist. <laughs> what, is plan? what is your, what is your, what do you do? What do you mean, what do I do? What's oh, yeah, plan? we haven't talked about it. No. So I talk about everything to do with pop culture, everything that impacts, like, local society in Chicago, mm-hmm. so local establishments, artists, etc. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Right? So yeah. I, I, and, and I got, I didn't, I got, quote, unquote, I didn't get... I got, he got pulled in. I got pulled into <laughs> it. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, you, you want to say uh, some just, some wise words? Uh, I don't have any wise words. Yeah. I just have words. Oh, all here right. comes my wife. So, uh, so anyway, uh, no, I have no wise words at all. I like pop culture. But yeah. my, I'm 53, so my pop culture is a beautiful, quite a bit a beautiful different. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit different from your uh, pop culture. That's but, fine. Yes. No, no this, no. We've just been saying good things. It's just like how, like you, you are the catalyst, of, like that brought like all these insane people together. Yes, insane people. absolutely. Your employee, like your employees, <laughs> us as consumers. Yep. Like, oh yeah, yeah, we have a good, we have a good circle here. So we really do, people, and you, so. you did a really great job, Gary. Well, thank you. It's uh, it was all serendipitous, and. Uh, you can only plan a few things, and after that, it just kind of fell into place. So Absolutely. it's all worked out so far. But my God, these people are nuts here. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to that! Yeah, cheers. I'm gonna go join my my wife. That's a bad Your wife. And uh, see what's going on. All right, all sounds right. good. All right, see you, Gary. So that was Gary. <laughs> I am so glad we got him to say a word. We got Ethan to say a couple words. Of course, he said it in the creepiest way he knew how to, because Ethan. It's Ethan. It's Ethan. But that will do it for part two. Again, thank you for everyone listening. Greg, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Like, like hopefully I was able to, uh, like I said, I was nervous. So hopefully I was able to convey some points that people could understand or relate to. If not, then I promise guys and girls I'll do better. So, listen, I'm... I don't podcast often. (laughs) That's fair. We're going to get some refills on these drinks. And y'all have a beautiful, beautiful week um, from when you're listening to this. And like Greg said, there might be a part three. So stick around. We might might really get into it on part three. Hey, let's go. All right, (laughs) y'all. Part two of Industry Talks with Greg. Greg, thank you so much for having been allowed. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> for having allowed yourself to be pulled in to this podcast and having such an open conversation with me. I really appreciate it. I did want to give you guys the Instagram handles of the people mentioned in the pod. That is two for two for Babetown Pod. You know, we just had to do it. Um, Rat Magnet, which is Brienne. Um, she is the one that had all the stories and her highlights. Um, um, the stories of harassment in the craft beer industry. So if, again, like we said, if it is a trigger for you, please just do not put yourself in that situation. Um, but anyone else, if you want to check it out, go ahead. Um, the other people mentioned, my baby Juana, that dress is so not fair. That is her Instagram handle. Please follow her. I was literally about to be like GGXOXO. 
but she is an amazing, amazing, amazing designer. She, her dresses are of this world, like honestly. Um, go follow, go support, and also everyone else that we mentioned in the podcast. Definitely go follow, like, share, subscribe, show your support, purchase, <laughs> purchase, 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 okay? Um, they are Big Shoulders Coffee at Raz62584 for um, Raz Art at Goose Island at Anheuser Bush, which honestly, I don't know if y'all ever have that moment of am I spelling this correctly? But for some reason, I knew how to spell that, and then all I thought in my head was alcoholica. <laughs> um, but if you can't spell Anheuser Bush, like I don't know how the fuck I spelled it, but um, it's A N H E U S E R B U S C H, and also um, bottles and cans. Follow both of their profiles for their location at North Center and their location at Edgebrook. Um, it is BTLS and cans north center and at btls and cans edgebrook if you don't know how to spell edgebrook it is e-d-g-e-b-r-o-o-k um but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation again like greg said you know part three comment send me those comments um i appreciate your love and support as always thank you for listening les mando mucha paz muchos besos y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna sending you much peace many kisses and reminding you to look up at the moon and of course last but definitely not least alarm is brewing in tap room thank you so much for putting up with me for three podcasts now, you know, using your doc and hanging out with me and everyone that got to say hi, everyone that hasn't gotten to say hi on here yet. I appreciate all of you so, so much. Thank you for giving me the time and space to do what I love and I will see y'all on Friday. Y'all already know, but... (laughs) As always, um, follow me on all my handles at imonroe3, at drizzitswifey, and alone on OnlyFans. And I'll catch y'all on the next one. Love you, bye!